Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quackers and today we're going to be reviewing The Suicide Squad. This is the best DC film since the Dark Knight trilogy. It's even better than most of the recent Marvel shows and movies. I really enjoyed this film and it's what I waited for in 2016, damn it. It's what I wanted. I wanted this back in 2016, but I'm still super glad that it's here today. I'm glad that it follows the tone and the way of storytelling from the comics. It's very much a love letter to, the, to that style. I love James Gunn, and I hope he continues to work with DC. His way of filmmaking perfectly fits the DC universe. So I will say uh, DC has some little bit of wacky and wilder characters than Marvel. Now, Marvel has a few, but not like main characters in their storyline. Usually the weird ones in Marvel, more the side ones with the focus being on people like the X-Men... Fantastic Four, and like the Avengers, while Stario, the Conqueror, is like a big Justice League villain, and I'm glad he uses a lot of the B and C-list characters, supervillains, from like other characters like Polka Dot Man, Calendar Man, I'm really glad all those guys are in here, because they're fucking hilarious, and I love them being seen in anything, because it's like, I, I like camp, and I think superhero films and the IPs are can be a great homage to that type of camp, and it's really lighthearted, and it, it can be really fun to use wacky characters, and obviously, no matter who you fucking give James Gunn to use in a film, it's gonna be good. I mean, look what he did with Guardians of the Galaxy. It's exactly what he just did for this, this franchise for DC. He took characters that no one really knows, and they're now going to be household character names, like Bloodsport, King Shark, all those polka dot man. He's gonna be really popular characters now. I guarantee it. Um, yeah, and it's fantastic. You can tell that he has a love for the comics and the characters. He is one of the best writer directors out there right now, for sure in uh, superhero genre. The other guy I really like is Taika Waititi, and he actually has a, a role in this as Ratcatcher One, um, as the, obviously the father of Ratcatcher Two. And it's great. I, you can obviously tell that a lot, I like how a lot of these directors that work in these type of genres and uh, companies like with D, uh, with Disney, um, with the Marvel, Star Wars, and I like how they're kind of going with uh, DC as well and Warner Brothers. I don't think there should be like, I don't agree with like the whole like DC Marvel war. I, I'm just a nerd, man. I like all nerdy shit. I don't need to like like one more than the other or one sucks because I like one. I like the mesh because you can get some really creative things out of it and this is one of those times. Um, yeah. You can tell that Warner Brothers had full trust in his skill and let him have all creative say. And you know what? I'm really glad they did that because you can really tell that all of his artistic vision went into the storytelling and the way the movie came out. The cast is fucking phenomenal. Margot Robbie Idris Elba, John Cena, Pete Davidson, Michael Rooker, David Dostmarschen, I hope I pronounced that correctly, Viola Davis, and Sylvester Stallone. Everyone gives career high performances. My favorite characters in this movie being Peacemaker, Polka Dot Man, and of course, Harley Quinn, who is one of my favorites. Uh, these just couple characters of all time. And of course, Margot Robbie has already shown she's a phenomenal Harley Quinn. But... Thank God they've put her in a quality film. Oh my God. Harley Quinn was awesome in this movie, and they didn't overuse her. They used her just the right amount, and she has t 
terrific writing and story with her character. That's all I've wanted, people. If that's what it takes, just I don't care. I, I, so I'm in the, in the group that I kind of want DC to do different stuff than Marvel. Like Marvel, it makes sense to have the cinematic universe. I would prefer, I think DC would find more success with it too, is if they continue with what they're doing now, where they have like their own little stories. They don't have to be connected to everything in every other DC film that's currently out there. And I think that will cause a lot more creative movies and fans of the comics will be more drawn to those because that way people who are great filmmakers and writers will be able to put all of their skill and effort into those things and give out quality product like this. I don't give a shit if Superman and Batman are in the same fucking universe anymore, okay? If you can just give me these films and just be like, okay, you know who they are. Everyone knows who Batman and Superman is. This, I'm making a Batman movie. It, whatever. Like in the most, re- like the new one, the Matt Reeves Batman film. I'm totally okay with that. If they just do that with every character, I'd be totally fine. And I hope they do. Uh, Polka Dot Man was a surprise, but not that much of a surprise uh, favorite of mine. It's a ridiculous character, and I've kind of always liked him. This is the ridiculousness. I even liked how they had an homage to him in the Lego Batman movie. But he is fucking great. That actor that plays him has been in, like, six DC films. In fact, he actually was the recent voice of Calendar Man in the Long Halloween animated part one film. So, yeah, uh, he's also, uh, if, in case you want another example, he plays one of uh, Joker's henchmen in The Dark Knight. He's the, uh, one of the psychos that dresses up as a cop and is wearing the uh, Rachel's name tag. That guy, the one that's uh, first interrogated by Two-Face. That, it, yeah, that's, that's a visual for you. Um, Peacemaker, obviously, is played by John. I was kind of getting annoyed with how Hollywood was really trying to push John Cena into film. And I was like, oh, great, okay, cool. And there was there were people were talking about how Peacemaker gonna get, is going to get his own spinoff film. And I was like, shit. But I'm going to eat my words on that. John Cena's Peacemaker was actually really good. And I think it mainly had to do with he had quali- quality to work with. And James Gunn knew how to direct him and use him. And I'm totally down for that spinoff now. He's a great character. And I think he's hilarious. And I love the, like... The ideology he has, one of my fa- it's in the trailer, but it's one of my favorite uh, scenes is between him and uh, Bloods- um, Bloodsport, Idris Elba, and he's like, dude, if that if that beach was covered in dicks and it would cause peace, if, if it made peace to, su- to eat and suck all those dicks, I'd eat and suck every one of those dicks. And it, it was... <laughs> It's really good. That's kind of how it goes. And this movie, I will. It's. I have a feeling there's going to be that. What happened with Deadpool? Because it's rated R, and there's a lot of violent gore. There's a, there's a lot of language, and the humor is definitely a lot more mature than most uh, superhero films. Uh, different than Deadpool's, obviously, because it's not the same type of character. But I have a feeling there's going to be moms out there, like on Facebook, making Facebook groups like, "I took my kid to Suicide Squad." Fuck that shit, okay? It's not for, this movie is not for kids, okay? And it's great, and I love it, all right? That's all I'm going to say about it. And it's hilarious. Um, it's, everyone, everyone's great. I will say, like, I really like Sylvester Stallone as King Shark. I don't know what's up with James Gunn in picking, like, A-list actors to play bumbling morons that are, like, a talking tree or a giant shark, um, a land shark. It's great, and I really enjoy it. I'm, I'm in on the joke. I like it. I'm fine with it. Um, 
And yeah, I kind of hope I see more King Shark in later films or even a sequel to this one. Uh, yeah, Idris Elba, great pick. This is definitely my favorite role I've seen of Idris. Um, yeah, he's great. I'm kind of glad that they didn't go with Will Smith's Deadshot. Not that Will Smith did a bad job as Deadshot, but they needed... it. Went, Will Smith kind of will only play Will Smith characters. Like Deadshot... He's, he, I understand that arc with his daughter is pretty accurate to the comics, but he's not as a heart, as much as a hardened killer as he is in the comics. So I think that's why they brought in Idris Elba, because his blood sport is definitely a vicious killer. One of my favorite scenes is between him and his daughter, and it's part of the reason why I like it so much, is I was really, they tried to, ironically, the 2016 Suicide Squad, Warner Brothers tried to replicate Guardians with Suicide Squad, and then they brought the guy that directed Guardians for this film, and it's completely different film uh, feel and film than Guardians, and it just shows that you didn't need to do that to make this a successful franchise and team. Uh, yeah, so Idris Elba gets in like an argument with his daughter, and she starts yelling. He's like, "I didn't fucking want. I didn't want to be a fucking dad." He's like, "Fuck you, dad!" And they have this whole argument where basically he's a piece of shit dad who's kind of got a piece of shit daughter. And it's just this really funny scene to watch them, like, cuss and scream at each other about how much they hate each other. And I'm glad they didn't go at the angle that they were like, because we're family. They wouldn't, like, the whole fucking, fucking Dom from Fast and Furious. Did you say family? And yeah, I hate that shit, and I'm glad they didn't do that in this movie. Uh, the music is also great, which is no surprise from James Gunn. I love the mix of, like, oldies, like, mo they were, like, modern takes of, like, oldies music mixed with the indie rock. Now, I'm not much of an indie guy, but I did like the music choices he picked. And I'm glad they didn't just do Guardian films. Like, he wasn't just like, just fucking put in Bruce, uh, Bruce Wade. I'm glad they didn't do that. Um, the gore and the action is badass. And the special effects are top of the line. Everything's great. King Shark doesn't look goofy like he did in the Flash TV show. Stario looks really badass, and I love how the arm, like, it's like puts his armpits out, and like a bunch of little Starios come out. And all I could think of when I was watching that was uh, Glorzo from the Rick and Morty season four. And he's like, Glory, Glorzo, it's glory to me. Sorry, hear me sing, but that's why I was going through my head when I saw that shit. And I really loved it. I love facehugger alien things. Uh, I, I don't know, it's just one of my favorite things in science fiction. It can be really funny if it's used right, and they definitely do. The humor is great and does feel different from the Marvel st uh, style, which I'm kind of getting sick of the Marvel humor. Uh, unless it feels somewhat more original and has a little bit different take, or if they all, the character is kind of known for the snarky humor, like Spider-Man or Deadpool, I'm kind of sick of every character being funny, and they don't really do that in this movie. Some characters are funny and some are serious. Um, yeah, like Rick Flagg doesn't make a whole lot of jokes. Uh, Polka Dot Man doesn't really make a whole lot of oh, unintentional jokes. Um, I love Polka Dot Man and like the whole joke with his mom because his mom uh, tested on him with genetic stuff and in multiverse he tried he was trying to make all of her kids into superheroes and she infected him with an interdimensional disease which makes him expel this like polka dot colored disease that will like literally eat wherever it is and he has to expel them otherwise it'll eat him alive. It's really funny, and the, uh, how he gets over killing people is how he pictures everyone he's killing as his mom. And it's fucking hilarious. You'll just see, like, Stario, but, like, he'll be like, like, Bloodsport's like, It's your mom! And then he, like, looks up, and it's like a giant fat woman, like, destroying the city. It's really funny. Um, 
But yeah, like I said, glad they didn't pull that stupid ass Fast and the Furious, make it all about family like they did in the, the fucking climax of the first film, where Harley Quinn and everyone's like, we can do this because we're family, and then like El Diablo sacrificing himself for that dumb shit. And this one, they're like, fuck that, I'm trying to survive, I don't give a shit about any of you. And this is badass. I, I liked it. I don't have any problems with this film. Like, I sincerely was trying to find an actual problem I had with this movie. Even little things. Maybe there's some, like, logic things I'm not paying attention to where I'm sure everyone's going to start nitpicking this movie because so many people are like, it's great. Like, well, it's not that great. I hate those kind of people that have to really dig to find things in movies that makes it stupid or, like, a jump in logic that they didn't previously address. But, yeah, it's great. And I love how Viola Davis, uh, the way she uh, portrays Amanda Waller, she does not at all like herself in the, in the first Suicide Squad. I mean, she's badass, and she's a tough woman. In the f she's still good in both of them, but her role is a lot harder, and she's way more willing to sacrifice things that would make people go, what? In this one, and which is how she is in the comics. So, yeah, I really can't think of anything that's bad. I really can't. I'm sure someone can, but I can't. So I'm going to give this movie a 10 out of 10. It's fucking great. And it's definitely one of my favorite superhero movies ever. It's awesome. I highly recommend anybody to go see this, whether you have HBO Max or go see it in the theaters, man. I'd rather you see it in theaters. That way you show the support with your dollar be to tell these movie studios, this is what we want. Not fucking shitty like cash grabs. Or pushing the fucking political messages in films. Just make a good film. And then once you have the good story. You can tell those messages or like morals, moral stories later. You don't, you don't just make a shitty film and be like if you don't like it. It's because blah 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 blah. No. This is a good movie. Good movies can be good movies without political messaging. And that's what I like about it. Alright. It's great fun. And it's a, it's a terrific superhero film. Go see this fucking movie. That's all I'm going to say. So hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, if you would like to follow me on social media, I have an Instagram page, Dark Crackers Movie Reviews. And if you liked this review, please go back to my previous ones and give them a listen. Uh, maybe you'll find another film that you're interested in me talking about. Um, or if you, want, uh, if you think I'm an idiot, you can just tell me I'm an idiot. Either way, I'm fine with it. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, if you would like to find out about my sponsor, Viking Fitness, stay tuned. Hey guys, I want to take a minute and talk about fitness. Are you looking to get back into shape or take your fitness to the next level? If so, go to vikingfitnessnh.com. With Viking Fitness, your plan is created by a certified professional, specifically for you and only you. No cookie cutter plans, period. You will be provided with detailed information on how to train your body and how to fuel it correctly so you can achieve your goals. With Viking Fitness, you can get quality distance coaching, video check-ins, and access to an entire community for a very affordable price and no bullshit. Go to vikingfitnessnh.com or call 603-393-7528. And again, that's 603-393-7528 today. Thank you.